0: Hey, everybody, Jamie here. It is our Bound for Glory preview. We have our Impact review and we talk about a 25 year anniversary for one of the greatest gimmick matches of all time. This is Total Spot Fest.
1: Welcome to, or welcome back to, Total spot fest. I am JJ Brownlee. That right over there is Jamie Faulkner. We are coming back at you. We got a wrestling roundabout for you tonight. No dynamite going on this week again because NHL. So we're gonna talk a little bit about some other wrestling things. Preview our Bound for Glory pay per view championship, uh, a tournament contention thing that we got here for our pay-per-view picks and uh give you some fun stuff here tonight so thank you for watching thank you for listening we do appreciate it if you are checking us out on youtube you just drop a comment down below if you want to join the conversation hit the like button while you're down there it does help us out quite a bit if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast provider you can always join the conversation with us on twitter at total spot fest and be sure to check us out online dot TotalSpotFest.com. So, Jamie, how you been, man? I know that I'm I'm stumbling through my introduction. Yeah, I've recorded this like three times. I keep like mixing my words. Oh, it's, I'm good.
0: <laughs> it's one of those I'm days. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, Megan retaining her belt and uh, the news from Journey Pro. Oh, you, you do mean this belt? Yes, yes. The belt that you created that she is currently the holder of. She is the current champion. I,
1: I have I, I have crafted the belt And as the belt crafter. I feel a bit like Zeus, and I must keep that which is which should be rightfully mine. Doesn't even watch Impact. Anyway, we're, we're gonna get into that in a little bit here. So um, we got some uh, some news to go over first here. A couple things. We're gonna talk a little bit about Impact here in a bit, but um, I know we don't. We don't really watch WWE, no. Jamie. Um, did you, by chance, happen to? Because coming up here, it's very interesting. So one year ago, we were very much excited for Halloween Havoc. And I think this was the second Halloween Havoc back in W in NXT last year, or the last mm-hmm. year was the first. This one's the second. Wow, so we were so excited for it. There was some... There was a woman's uh, lights out... Or not... Oh, was it Street yeah, Fight? Thought, or yeah. Last Woman Standing mm-hmm. match? I can't remember what it was. Yeah, Johnny Gargano's afraid of wheels. Yeah. <laughs> With his now son-in-law. Or, shoot, son-in-law. um, uh, Dexter Loomis, And some really good stuff. And this year, I totally forgot it was hauling Havoc until I saw some clips online about, you know, Io Shirai spinning a wheel for... Oh, yeah, that is... Coming up, mm. huh? Oh man, you you had a note on NXT 2.0, yes. right? Um, unfor-
0: unfortunately, does is it pain you to
1: even even refer it to it as yeah,
0: that? It pains me a lot that we have to call it <laughs> NXT 2.0 for one, and so and dumb the 90s logo for two, but I don't oh, hate I the do. logo, it
1: just doesn't match and it doesn't. Here's the thing is like, it doesn't go with anything else. Like what their, what their, what their attempted direction this edgier direction is. It doesn't, it doesn't go with any of that. It's like, I don't, I don't hate the logo as a logo, but it's, just, it's
0: weird. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. And I, <laughs> and honestly, with viewership steadily declining on that show, I don't think they know either. Like, it's just bad. Like, it is just not a good product right now. And to highlight that, that a girl almost kill herself on on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I did
1: see there was some notes about was it? Yeah, JC, J.C. Jane? Jane
0: was trying to do a suicide dive and did was like basic okay. like a jog, like not even like a run or anything. Got her feet caught <laughs> up, oh, that's yeah, got her feet start. caught in the ropes and just went straight down. Not saying, you know, botches don't happen and everything like that, but it's one of those things, like, it's got to be a controlled environment, especially with some of these people who are extremely green, like, extremely green, like she is, you know, that have Mm -hmm. in the mold of not real wrestlers who haven't been in the business, you know, (laughs) kind of, kind of, you know, messes with them. She had a CT scan. She came back clean, but there's still some more tests to go. Thank goodness but it's just one of those things that just they want to not have actual wrestlers and people who have been paying their dues in the indies not go that route anymore and just create people. This is the exhibit as to why you should not do that.
1: Yeah, this is what you get. You know, try to put them in there and, you know, well, yes, you, you want to develop your own talent. Okay, I understand that. You know, these people who, who are in the indies who were coming into NXT, they were wrestling for a year. Everybody starts somewhere. I get that, right? You know, I'm not trying to like dog the people who are actually down there because you know, I think it's unfair to them to just be like, you guys suck. What the fuck are you doing here on mm-hmm. TV? You know, it's not their fault. But you do, you know, yeah, you, these people that have been doing this for years and years and, you know, grinding away at it, you know. And you got people that come in that, haven't wrestled a single match yet. Like, what is uh what is uh what is a uh, you know the Parker Boudreaux, his uh, Harland, Harland yeah. I think is the thing. He he has not wrestled a wrestling match yet,
0: but he's been on TV
1: and uh, yeah, and it's a thing. And so he's gonna you put him in a match of inch, and he's like you've got a bunch of people like that that this is their first experience, and then you look at the people that they in the past what what WWE NXT did. Think about people who had never been wrestlers before, came from other places. Alexa Bliss comes to mind, you know, one of the top ones mm-hmm. on that. You know, she was, uh, uh, she did cheerleading, of course, you know, in college and all that stuff, but then she got into uh, like fitness mm-hmm. modeling and then got into WWE well did you see her week one on nxt front and center no. no it took her a while they were behind the scenes doing all the work get this up and then you she became a valet Then she did that for a while and then slowly but surely over the course of years you know got into wrestling and that's not what these people are getting afforded because they're so desperate to have this young fresh we can develop anybody vibe and you know it's reactionary to one, I think, to W to AEW. But it's just
0: just a misguided sense of a wrestling product, you know. So, the old product worked. I enjoyed the old product.
1: Yeah. And you could still get new talent and new faces Absolutely. in there. They did that. Swerve, Leon Ruff. I mean, you know, Legato, who, you know, they weren't necessarily, you know. People who never wrestled before, but, you know, they were new, fresh faces, and they did the yeah, right what? Reed. There's nothing wrong with that formula, So, though. Well, I know you said that that's what happened with them, and ancillary to that. Let's talk about... I know we do our numbers on Tuesday. We still will, but I did see this note. I wanted to make... Mention of it because you brought up on our last episode. Go check it out if you guys haven't. we do, we 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 delve into it quite a bit about viewership lately because numbers in general were down for most everybody, right? In the yeah. past few weeks, but Jimmy really keyed in on the whole key demo bit, which I know there's some consternation out there, especially amongst the IWC and you know certain former uh, bookers talking uh, uh, Bishop here, but the key demo is a very important number to look at. That's what um, marketing company, that's what people look at, you know, for marketing purposes. So, on that note, Raw this past week, which was their go-home show to Crown Jewel, right? Featured I don't even know what it featured, but you know, same six of the same matches probably, but end up drawing a total of one point five nine three million viewers. So that's up uh, from their previous mm-hmm. show. It was up ten thousand people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the demo. Here's the funny thing: the demo drew a 0.39, which is a record low demo rating for Monday Night Raw. Hmm
0: interesting and it it really
1: was especially cuz we were just talking about the demo too and then i saw this this uh this story so i you know when just look at it and it's going in deep about the demo here and you know it, it talked about raw, raw wing the uh, number 7 for the night on the cable top 150 they were number 16 overall for the night I mean, behind a bunch of stuff, not just the football and the Major League Baseball playoffs, mm. right? You know, you have some new shows that are always big draws, but just a bunch, of, a bunch of everything, you know? So, very interesting. And I think you can find that interest in no clear fashion Then, Because let's do apples to apples. That's, that's the best way, you know? It's hard to quantify a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff, right? All these shows run the most part, you know, uh, uh, on their own. There's not competition amongst the Knights, yeah. really. Uh, so let's look at apples to apples. Right now we have that ability to do that. So New York Islanders new arena in Long Island, New York is opening up next month. The I think the Islanders first game is uh either at the end of the month or at the beginning of December. I don't remember. But late in November, the island the, the, the arena, UBS arena opens up and they have a couple concerts and then they have a couple wrestling matches as well. So both WWE and AEW have matches within a couple weeks of each other in the exact same arena. Mm-hmm. Okay. Apples to apples. Let's go, right? Mm-hmm. AEW has sold or distributed, this is according to Wrestling Ticks, if, and if you're ever interested about this stuff, just follow WrestleTicks, T-I-X, on Twitter. Great, great little source of information. So according to WrestleTicks, AEW has sold or distributed 6, 7,639 tickets so far and are close to selling out the venue. They reportedly have sold or distributed nearly 80% of their allotted tickets tickets. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, about 8,000 people. That's a good That's a good, yeah. it's a good. sell. That same setup. WWE, which is going to be Raw, okay, on November 29th, has Solar Distributed 3,130 tickets. They're even using, in the local market, they're announcing the appearance of Roman Reigns to try and sell more tickets. And... They're cutting the prices. They're now down to beginning at $15. <laughs> Once again, 7,639 AEW. Raw, 3,130. Wow. That's terrible. <laughs> that's that's bad. I mean, that's for... You know, for 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 a uh, you know for a smaller promotion, like if, if if I told you a GCW show has sold over three thousand tickets, you'd be like, "Well, that's yeah. good, right? Yeah, that's not bad." You know, Zello Pro sold three thousand. That's amazing. Journey Pro had sold three thousand tickets. Fucking eight. Yeah, be go insane. right. I say, "Well, WWE has a show and they sold three thousand tickets." You go. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. A <laughs> different level for. Supposed to be the biggest names of the brand, advertising their top guy, who's been shooting all over uh, WWE. He's been like, it's weird. Uh, like Roman's been like, uh, like backhand shooting on everybody oh, yeah. too, right? Totally. Yeah, which is smart for him. I mean, you know, he's not a he's not a dummy. You know, think of him, think of him what you will for his wrestling uh talent. He's not he's no dumb-dumb. uh, but. They're adver- using him to advertise it. That's a big deal, right? He hasn't appeared on wrong. God knows how. And no, they can't sell things. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, just bad. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things. Well, I, I did. I did mention Journey Pro. Uh, we are still talking uh, DJ and Walter. They have not l- loosened their lips at all about what their secret is. Um, we we speculated last time that it's a permanent home. We think that's what it... Are you still on that that front, or do you have any other inclinations, Jamie? I don't know. Are you wavering now?
0: I'm wondering if it is either they have a permanent home or a new partner. Okay. Like...
1: Like them Mm co-doing shows or kind of folding in. I mean, when they tweeted it out, they did mention Journey Pro Mm -hmm. 3.0. The new phase. It's a a new phase of some
0: sort. I would not be surprised if, say, they did something with GCW. In Kansas City. At a bigger uh, venue. Like the muni or something or the truman or truman yeah
1: oh gcw
0: give me i
1: since we last talked about gcw last week i mean i i've really been anchoring to go to a gcw show you know there's been they've been a lot since that last week's paper since that last pay-per-view by the way they seem to all the gcw stars seem to be a lot more vocal online i know that they made the announcement that they have a secondary offshoot promotion they're doing uh-uh. did you see this so they're doing a because gcw in if you didn't catch our show on the indies we talked we talked we waxed poetically about gcw um a little bit ago uh, mm-hmm. last week i believe it was so go you can go check that out if you want but gcw is a east coast based uh, Promotion—they're Jersey-based, you know. You know, uh, Upper Northwest, Northeast—that's that, where they're based, right? And of course, they do shows all over. They did shows at Chicago. They got Texas is coming up, I think, in November. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they got shows up and down the coast. They did stuff in Florida. You know, they're 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 kind of all over. Oh no, Detroit's next. It's Detroit and then Texas. That's right. So yeah, they're all over the place. Well. They made an announcement that they are. They have a show that they're com- have coming up, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, L.A. And they have kind of wrapped that into the announcement that they have a secondary GCW promotion. It's going to be basically West Coast GCW. It's called L.A. 5 Oh, nice,
0: like L.A. Nights. Nice.
1: So, yeah. So it's there. It's not like an offshoot. It's not like a feeder. It's literally, very, very much a brother-sister thing, right? So they're going to have you know, GCWs, they're East Coast-based, and LA Fights is going to be a lot up and down the California coast, but throughout the West there, to really highlight. And I think their announcement tweets is something of the nature. To, they really wanted to highlight a lot of what LA talent there is, because there's a ton of underground, underground indie wrestling mm-hmm. in LA. Not just pro wrestling gorillas. There's a lot of stuff. A lot of wrestlers live out there, L.A., San Diego, up and down California. So, yeah, that's cool. I want to kind of see what they do, and I want to. I wonder how they're going to do it because GCW feels very much. It's got that old school ECW feel. It's got that northeast. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm gonna fuck you up wrestling, right? It's got that at its heart, its core. So I wonder how. I, wonder, I think this is going to feel very much that same ilk for a California base. It's going to feel like, you know, be on the same level as Pro Wrestling Guerrillas or, you know, all those, you know, L.A. based or West Coast based promotion.
0: So, yeah, sounds cool.
1: Sounds cool. Indeed. Maybe they'll get more Thunder Rosa. Maybe they'll get Thunder Rosa versus LaGreca in a death Ooh. match.
0: <laughs> that would be insane.
1: I Saw that uh, on busted open uh, Thunder Rosa was on there and uh, They had a call in and it was very passive-aggressive by Thunder Rosa towards LaGreca They had a call in and it was Laney luck and two of them started off, you know kind of but it didn't turn into trash talk and so uh, Thunder Rosa challenged her at the next mission pro show to a Falls count anywhere street fight and Dave LaGreca is like you. She accepted, and she goes, "I'm so glad you accepted, lady, because I'm going to be in your corner." And Thunder Rose is like, "It's funny you should say that because I have somebody in my corner. Goes, Who would possibly want to be in your corner? Who on earth would be in your corner? Violetta Greca, her is his wife, is going to be That's in her so corner." Britt Baker versus Thunder Rose is fantastic, but by far my rivalry of 2021 was. Thunder Rosa, Dave Lugarca, it's so good. It is good. great. It's <laughs> so good.
0: We got to see it unfold in front of our eyes too.
1: I know, I know, and it's 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 consistent and long term. It's fantastic. So, well, listen, just a couple notes there we had. Let's talk about long term because uh, somebody who knows how to do booking, as opposed to whatever the hell NXT 2.0 has been got going on here. Is Impact Wrestling. So, Impact Wrestling is coming up this Saturday with Bound for Glory. It's one of the two major pay-per-views. They have the two big boys, and then they have a couple other, you know, cornerstone ones that float, and then, you know, shitload of little guys, right? So, this one here, if you're thinking, it, if you're on the fence, I'm going to just tell you, go for it. I saw this, too. Apparently, it's available on YouTube pay-per-view. Oh, I didn't know that was even a thing. You can... I didn't either, but I was... Because I I signed up for their dollar a month, uh, whatever. I don't even remember. They have levels of access, whatever. But, so I'll get to watch Impact every week on, on YouTube. I no longer have to worry about, because I don't have access TV. And I don't know, maybe it's because I signed up for that. I saw the announcement. But on their channel, they have a video coming soon. And it's available in certain countries. I think it's like U.S., Canada, Mexico uh brazil japan uk germany so, something like that you know a smattering of countries all of north america but smattering countries same prices on fight tv thirty, forty 40 bucks and you can do it on youtube and i'm like that's very convenient i didn't know youtube had pay-per-view yeah that. Like that. that
0: must be something new
1: it must be and it's very interesting because fight tv is very good to watch pay-per-view yeah. bleacher report
0: yeah, yeah.
1: it's okay <laughs> it's very much, eh. Honest to God, if this is, if this, I'm going to do it through YouTube and see how it goes. And if, if it's nice, I wouldn't mind seeing AEW move into doing their pay per views through yeah.
0: there. I mean, it'd be, it'd be easier for people, I think, through YouTube. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, I would love to see a move to fight instead of having it on Bleacher Report personally, but. Yeah. bleacher report
1: just mm, it's es no bueno let's put yeah, it that it's way it's annoying so well check it out man i'll show you i'll share i'll share the link with you here later okay, i'll cool. show you what i meant but it's 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 cool so that's coming up on this this saturday so definitely gonna check that out uh, we're going to go over the card here in a bit um the card is still subject to change tonight is the go home for impact so uh, when we did, we didn't get, we didn't get, uh, uh, this defending champion. We didn't get her picks in yet. So we're not going to go through our picks live. Me and Jamie will talk oh, about we the We can go through our picks and then we just can
0: just let them know what Megan's picks are. Okay. Well, we, we let's, we can do that.
1: I'll have to, I'll just, I'll just jot down as we go here. So, um, last Thursday was set up episode. It, it was kind of, it was a good, it was a good episode. Okay legitimately every episode of impact is pretty good. Is it the best wrestling out there? No, it's not going knock your socks off. It's not like, you know, I don't think it's on the level of dynamite, you know, for a weekly show, but I definitely will fight anybody. I believe it's better than anything that WWE is putting out there or most everybody else. So there's a lot of consternation about whether they should even be considered a major promotion anymore. I think that's silly talk. I know they don't have the largest numbers, we talked about this a lot as to why promotion is great and just listen to what happened to show so they start off with a triple threat match for the final spot in the x division title match at bound for glory el phantasmo rohit raju and willie Mack. and you might be thinking willie Mack, he's a big son of a bitch what is he doing in the x division he can move for a guy that's got that much weight on him he does some things that he should not be doing. It's really mm. odd. It is very entertaining. Um, Rohit, of course, Mocha Skin Manimal, the hit, Desi Hitman. Love him. He was great. But El Phantasmo. El Phantasmo. Fuck yes, El Phantasmo. He won. He's in the he's in the, the X Division title nice. picture. Then you had Savannah Evans versus Lady Frost. We talked about Lady Frost last time. That It's rumored that she has a contract offer with Impact, she shot it down on online, said, no, no, I have no offers from anybody. It's all bullshit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I think that's, I think that's just, I think that's a rub. But, you know, this was interesting. It was nice to see her. because She's been on now two weeks in a row, plus the women's pay-per-view uh, in yeah. Impact Wrestling. She's been showing up a lot more in Impact Wrestling. She deserves a contract. Savannah Evans got the win tonight here, but she deserves a contract. I- I agree. After the match, at, after the match, Deanna Praza comes out because at the women's pay-per-view, they, because Diana Praza went to Mickey James' farm and attacked her a few weeks ago in preparation, they're fighting for the, they're fighting for the Knockouts title at uh, Bound for Glory. So she did the whole, you know, it's, it's kind of an older trope, but, you know, go to their house and attack them at their house, right? So she did that and afterwards on the next in, impact you know, they were they were getting at it, and Scott Demore the breaks them apart and forbids them. Says he's like, no contact between you two, or you forfeit the match. And Diana, if you if you forfeit the match, you forfeit your title, and you know. And so he said, but to make it up, here's what you can do. We're gonna do a pick your poison. So each of you gets to pick an opponent for the other two to wrestle in a preparation match. And you know, uh, Mickey picked the the opponent for her at uh, Masa Slamovich at the uh, pay-per-view and yana prazo came out and offered savannah evans said you're my poison i want you to fight mickey james next week and she accepted so tonight you're gonna have mickey james versus savannah evans and savannah evans is warming up to me i didn't get her at first because i'm just because i think it's because they just because tasha steals and uh kira hogan had broken up i felt like they just picked the random person and plugged yeah. her in but I kind of dig her. She's big. She's got good talent for her size. That big bruising woman, which you know, I love. I love kind of the bigger, you know, like like kick ass mm-hmm. woman. So yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, then you had Decay promo about the inspiration. Um, so I'm really I'm I'm. I'm I'm, we'll get to what we talk about, but I am split on which way this is going to go. Uh, it, the promo was nice because it was K doing, I think, uh, I, I can't remember who, it was one of the backstage one like the interview lady was talking to Gail Kim, I think it was, and the K appears out of nowhere, right, and they're talking about this, and at the same time, a courier shows up and drops off a note from Sydney, and of course, Rosemary just starts it up with Hello, Sydney. Of course. Nice nice little scream reference I there. Loved that. it. And uh, it's so good. I, I love me some rosemary. And it's you could tell this was done. I mean, the letter read very much in the style of the inspiration, of the old iconic mm-hmm. shtick. So I'm happy to see them back. That's gonna be great. Uh, next, you got a, a sleeper of a match, VSK, who doesn't get enough credit, period. I'm just going to say that outright. No, I agree. Like, he doesn't get enough credit as a wrestler. He's amazing. This is Rich mm-hmm. Swan, Sleeper of a match. Swan got the win. And then you had a promo where they're closing down Swingers Palace. Because starting with Bound for Glory, they're shifting their base of operations to Vegas. So you've got live at Sam's Town Casino this weekend is the Bound for Glory. And they're going to be doing their tapings there as well. I think they have tapings set for... Sunday and Monday or Monday and Tuesday. I can't remember, but they got two days of taping. So I'll probably tape like I think even they tape, they tape in like five or six show batches basically. So it's like you go there for a taping, it's like six hours or so a day. And I tape like two and a half shows and anyway. Um so they're moving their base of operations there. Because of that, Johnny Swinger can't have his illegal underground casino anymore so they're closing down Swinger's Palace and Chris Sabin comes in and does like a whole, like, it's all, it's all comedy shtick, but it's, it, it's, it's, if you've been following along with him, in fact it was nice to watch. Uh, then, Trey Miguel promo interrupted by Alex Zane, who challenges Trey Miguel, and I am all for this. I think Alex Zane might be—he's appeared a little bit he's, uh, elsewhere, yeah. right? You know, he's appeared on some other shows, but he very much seems like a, an impact type of guy right now. Is my my assertion?
0: So, I wouldn't disagree with that.
1: I'm all for this match. I want to see that happen. Another Good Brothers promo, you know, begging for uh, Scott and to do what they want and make a number one contenders match. Cause they want to know who they're going to defend at. Bound for Glory. Then it was announced a little bit shortly thereafter that this week, tonight, they are going to have the Bullet Club, Chris Bane, Hakaliu, versus Finjuice, and the winner gets a shot at mm. Bound for Glory. So that we don't know who it's going to be. But that's going on tonight. And then, you had a, the the Battle Royal for the Collier Shot gone. So the 20 entrants in The battle royal, which I didn't know if you knew this, and I definitely didn't know this from the start. It is intergender. Oh, (laughs) This battle royal stone. All right, I'm looking at this, and I go, "That's Alicia Edwards. That's Jordan Grace." Okay, let's go. (laughs) So, yeah, so twenty person intergender battle royal. Lots of good fun stuff happening here. Um, It got down to, and the stipulation for those of you who didn't hear was. I love this. I think this is great. The winner gets the last entrant in the gauntlet match. And whoever he he or she beats the second to last person is the first entrant in the gauntlet match. Love that. I love it. Um, so, you very much had Moose and W. Morrissey still keeping their, um, you know, their alliance going. And just you know, hammering out, nailing people left and right. So it gets down, it's Moose, W. Morrissey, and Chris Saban end up being mm-hmm. the final three. Moose gets eliminated, and then it ends up coming back and forth, back and forth, but W. Morrissey picks up the victory. So W. Morrissey is your final entrant. And that's a tough final Yeah, picture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... I was kind of hoping to see, like, in the middle of this somewhere, see Moose and uh, Morrissey have to go at each other, but I don't know. Chris Saban's now going to be num- entrant number one. And then they ended the show with a little summit, uh, Josh Alexander and Christian Cage, just, you know, there's you know, building up and creating tension between the two of them in preparation of Bound for Glory that was their show. Tonight is the go home show. They got a couple matches already scheduled. Like I said, they're going to do the tag team match to determine who's going to go on to face the good brothers for the tag titles and uh, should be some good stuff. Usually their take home, usually their their take home shows aren't really the most packed. They don't usually do take homes with a bang, but they always do some sort of match change up or announcement, which is why um you know, we'll, we'll have to revisit the card here uh, before Saturday, just in case. But here is the card that they have. Let's do a quick little preview. So, first of all, I don't know if you heard this or not, but Bound for Glory uh, has no good seats available. It is so... That's awesome. Out. Very good. It's so good. I'm very mm-hmm. happy for that. Um... They have... Uh, until I'm just double-checking here. So, there's going to be a couple people who are actually doing double duty that night. Because they have the Impact Digital Media Championship finals. So, they've been doing... And these are more or less dark matches that they've been putting on YouTube. Um, or qualifying. So, it's going to be a six-person intergender match, with the winner becoming the first ever Impact Digital Media Champion. You have John Schuyler, Crazy Steve, Bala Ba, Jordan Grace, Chelsea Green, and Tanil Dashwood. Hmm. So those are the six contestants, and one of them will be the inaugural Digital Media Champion for Impact. I'm not 100% sure what this title means <laughs> the belt looks kind of mm-hmm. cool but I, I intergender and what is, uh, it's just another title but it is what it is so that's your first match do you want to make a
0: pick now or do you want to just go through and talk um, about it no we can make our picks after each one um, so right. I'm just going to write them down I'm going to go so. Chelsea Green because, I mean, her fiance is the internet champion. So it only makes sense that she's the digital media champion. And then they can rule the internets together.
1: Touche. Um, I went with Chelsea Green too, as a matter of fact. So, okay. <laughs> I think that of this, it makes the most sense yeah. for her. Um, crazy Steve. Eh, John Skyler. He's still a little, you know, newer in the company. Um, I could see Tanil Dash. Yeah, as
0: the influence.
1: I definitely could. In fact, I'm going to switch mine up right now. Nope, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it with the way I thought. Nope, keeping it with what I thought. All right, Chelsea Green for both. Okay. Okay. And like I said, we can revisit these. We'll have a cutoff time Mm -hmm. as to when we -hmm. we have to do that. Um, Next you have Heath and potentially Rhino versus Violent by Design. So Violent by Design had beat up Rhino. They blame him for them losing the title. And they've been indoctrinating him. So... He and they were trying to make him shitter get off the pot a couple weeks ago. Either you're with us or you're against us. What is it? What was it going to be? What's it going to be? Poke the bear, poke the bear, mm-hmm. poke the bear. And then came out, Keith came out to kind of save Rhino, even though Rhino just walked away from him and has not said a word since this whole thing started, right? So Keith shot a big promo a week ago, challenging Vine by Design to match with him and Rhino. And he hopes Rhino's there. He wants his best friend back. And if he doesn't show up, he has to go in a handicap match against Violent by Design. So, all likelihood, he, Rhino will probably show is my guess. But yeah, if Heath and Rhino versus Violent by Design.
0: Heath and Rhino win. That's easy. I'm going to go. Okay.
1: I'm going to go with Violent by Design. Hmm. And the reason is, I don't think Rhino's going... I think Rhyno's going to turn on.
0: I know. He already did it once before. I don't think he's going to do it again. I think he's going to come back home. But he he, he kind
1: of did it, though, because uh, Heath got hurt, and so they needed a way exactly. to him off. Exactly. But, so I, I feel
0: like it's going to be the other way around. I feel like Heath and Rhino are going to win. Okay.
1: That's not a problem. We can be different. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. So then you have the... Got to keep, keep this all straight. Okay. Then you have the X Division Triple Threat title match Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, El Phantasmo. This match could steal the show. It will. <laughs> I'm just saying. It will. I'm just saying it right here, man. So, Triple Threat, X Division title, those three. I mean, you can make a case for any one of them. Who do you think? Letting you go Trey first on this one. I'm going to go Steve Macklin. Mm -hmm. Steve Macklin, who's still undefeated. Yeah. And my point is that I think Trey Miguel's... Trey Miguel's the obvious choice, in my opinion. So, I'm going to go with Steve Macklin. Impact is
0: typically one to go with the obvious choice. A lot of times there, but...
1: I don't think it's going to be El Phantasmo, as much as I'd like to see El Phantasmo as X Division title winner. I don't know. I just don't see it. Uh, Anyway, okay, so we got that, and then we have the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship Decay versus The Inspiration. Now, immediately I thought, well, there's no way it couldn't be The Inspiration. But, and I'm like, well, it is their debut match. So, it you know, and DK's been getting over like a son of a bitch. So, I have flip-flopped on this one quite a bit, to be honest. I don't know what your thoughts are there. But I have flip-flopped quite a bit. And I've landed
0: on the inspiration. Hmm. My heart is telling me inspiration, but my brain is telling me decay. And my gut is telling me decay, and typically my gut's pretty spot on. So I'm going to go with the decay. Mm -hmm.
1: Because that's the thing, and I started thinking about You're going to have a New York Division champion one Mm -hmm. way or another. I think we both are leaning the same way on one of the title pictures coming up here. So while one of them's not a title change, it is, because it's a, a vacant mm-hmm. title. You gonna have a lot of title changes. I mean, it's happened before. It happened, you know, but it's like, oh, that's why I'm kind of, like, pulling back on it, but they did, they did, they, they uh, in, their, in their second tag team match, they had Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering win the, you know, women's knockouts tag titles, so. These are the belts that change hands the most, so that's why I'm, like, I think they will yeah,
0: see. We'll see.
1: We'll see what then you have the. uh we'll save that one for the. Yeah. So then next out. Uh, yeah. No, okay. We have the call your shot gauntlet match. There's a lot of people this one's with. tough. You've got. You got Rich Swan, Brian Myers, Moose, W. Morrissey, Chris Saban. I mean. Pretty much everybody you can think of is in here. You know, Those are the, kind of the big names that are in there. Um, I think that... Uh, um, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Chelsea Green's uh, fiance. Hello, Matt Cardona. Uh, he's in it. The winner of this gets the trophy that gives them a title shot. It's money in the bank. Gives them a title shot of their choosing before next year's mm-hmm. Bound for Glory, whenever they want. So you do have Morrissey coming in last but you've got a lot of names in there too. I don't even know which way to go with this, to be honest with you. What are your, you get to go first on this one.
0: (sighs) This was difficult. Really, really difficult because like who has been coming up like, you know, and this is where Mm -hmm. my lack of actually watching impact consistently is, is getting at me. Like everything in my body is telling me moose. Like everything is like moose. But okay, then, but that then I'm like, sense. God, he's already had his shot. He's already had the belts. Like, who else then? And then like Chelsea Green. If I have her winning. I don't think Matt Cardona's gonna win if she wins. But then like maybe they do that and like set it up. Like I don't know. Like. I mean, he's been getting, yeah, he's on that top yeah, line, so I, ugh, sure, so difficult, and I definitely don't think Morrissey... You got to remember, last year, last year was won by Reiner, Yeah, right? So
1: it's not always necessarily a front runner for the world title that gets you know. It's tough. This one is tough. And it's intergender as tough. too, right? There were there were women that were in that that thing. So Jordan Grace and Alicia Edwards, I know we're both in the see, the battle royale. I just Royals, don't feel
0: like Debbie so. Morrissey's gonna win. I feel like some. See, I do. That's why I put him down as my pick. I think he is. You know, I'm gonna go with Moose.
1: I'm gonna stick you know Moose. I could see Moose coming out as twenty nine as nineteen. Mm. I think that would be perfect because I I think that. My humble opinion, Moose and W. Morrissey at the end is the way to go with that. Yeah. I think Moose makes a lot of sense. Like, your gut told you that. Like, I I understand that because Moose is solely focused on winning a title. Winning the title, to be honest. Winning the the big prize. And I don't know. I I think Morrissey has ascended to that point. I don't know. It's it's a it's kind of a crapshoot. This one here, these are always harder to pick because it's like ah, logic says one thing, but then again, it's a battle royal. But this is a gauntlet, not a battle royal. So, I mean, yeah, anything can yeah. happen. All right, we got two two matches left. Then there is the knockouts championship: Diana Perrazzo versus Mickey James. Are you picking anybody but Diana that Perazzo That's a negative, writer. Okay, love me, I love you, Mickey James. You are definitely one of my all time favorites. I loved your run in TNA back when it was TNA specifically, but I'm sorry.
0: And fun fact about Deanna Perrazzo as well both her and Britt Baker have been going to management consistently trying to get those two to have a match together. Oh, like yes.
1: That is consistent. I mean, they, this, this started off as like an internet thing that the two of them were just kind of beep beep chirping each other, but they're really good friends. that's why they want they want to do it I know and this and that match would be amazing it would um, I think the question is where do you do it And who wins because impacts like
0: I don't know I mean Brit's <laughs> on the bigger promotion I don't so know could they have you know. But you had this—you had the
1: same scenario happen, and Kenny won their promotion. So would you have her win theirs again? But Diana has two titles, so she could lose one, and still be champion. I don't—I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think there's maybe that's why there's reservations about that. Yeah. Ah, who knows? Final match of the night: your Impact World Championship match is going to be Christian Cage versus josh alexander and i'm pretty sure we have the same pick on this. oh but you go that's ahead. easy
0: the guy who wears the 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 the, the headpiece josh alexander yeah. it's it's his moment walking it's weapon his moment. We,
1: we the moment this was announced option c we both go oh that's how they're getting the belt off cage we both immediately yeah, said that it perfect though so, Well, you and I have a bit of variance in there. So, we, we, we differ on Heath and Rhino versus Vana yep. by Design. Which I'm still... Like, that one and Decay and Inspiration, we both are different on those. And both of those, I'm still wishy-washy on either way. I need to stick with my pick, though. Uh, X Division title, you got Trey, I got Steve Macklin. I think they're both good picks, honestly. Anybody in that I could even see El Phantasmo
0: winning. Which would be crazy. Be I don't see him winning it just because he is he's hes a rent-a-player. You either. know what I mean?
1: Oh, we did forget one. So it's not listed here because it's not finalized yet. But Good Brothers versus Finjuice or Bullet Club. You, I think we should wait on that and find out what that is before. I want to find out who it is. I, like I, think,
0: that. I think regardless, I think it's going to be the field. I feel like
1: you think they're going to. I feel like either Finn
0: it. Juice is going to take it, or Chris Bay and Hikaleo do, with the help of some people that might be known as Gorillas of Destiny. You know, just showing up, distracting.
1: One, one once again, they're they're both in G one, and G one is not over yeah,
0: yet. Well, it's on a break right now.
1: Okay, touche. So they could potentially, this is happening, this is not pre tapes, this is live this weekend in Vegas. It's possible. I would actually, hmm. I would actually, I actually believe it was going to stay on the Good Brother. Well, no, because I mean, Chris Bay's been getting super over. I'm going to defer on this one until I know the card. If it's Finjuice, that changes my opinion. If it's Finjuice, it's definitely Good Brothers they're going to retain. If it's Bullet Club, I'm leaning towards Bullet Club, but I'm I i do not know. We don't know what's that match G1
0: has Friday. And... This is Saturday. Yep, I'm looking here.
1: They're not going to be there. Grills of Dusty is not going to be there. (laughs) <laughs> just say it man
0: Tama and Tonga are in it it's on yeah Thursday sorry Thursday the 21st so it is today over there so it's happening at like 1 o'clock tonight they could do it just saying
1: yes can, can, can it physically be done yes I don't see it I don't see it happening Let's see who wins. I believe it's going to be Bullet Club, but I want to see that. I want I the Bullet
0: Club to win. Just personally.
1: Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll I'll pencil in Bullet Club here for you. But if there's no Bullet Club, we still we need to make we need to make a different pick. You don't. We don't know. We don't know. That's the thing. Impact doesn't. And good or bad, yeah, it is what it is. AEW does this a little bit too, but you know, don't finalize it until right before the Mm pay-per-view happens. So so that's a pretty good card. That's a really big card. Digital Media Championship. You got Heath and Rhino versus Violent by Design, X Division Triple Threat, Macklin, Miguel, El Phantasmo, K inspiration for knockouts, tag titles, call your shot, 20 person gauntlet match, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Deanna Perazzo, Mickey James. For the Knockouts Championship, Good Brothers versus somebody for the Tag Titles, and Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship. That's a card, ladies and gentlemen. Good God! Yes. Whoa! One of those. I I have a I have a I feel it's going to be the Digital Media Championship. It's going to be on there like pre-show.
0: Probably. There'll be one of them that's on there. That would be. That'd be the one I would think
1: because they did them all online anyway, so that makes sense. Because they're pre shows on YouTube.
0: Yeah. So. All right.
1: Well, you guys, let us know down below. Are you are you interested at all in Bound for Glory? Going to watch Bound for Glory? If you are, what match gets you get you all amped up? Are you as pumped about the triple threat as we are? Give us some comments down below. Uh, and if you're not, tell us why. You know, let us know. So give us a comment or give us a tweet at Total Spot Fest. Oh, that's a good preview. That's what we got here. Uh, Jamie, you had one other thing you wanted I to get did. to tonight, right? I thought this
0: was a fun little fact for everybody. So we record this on the on the 20th, not the 21st. But anyway, um, did you know that today in wrestling history is the 25-year anniversary of one of the Undertaker's most famous gimmick matches and the Buried Alive match? It was him versus mankind. Quarter century old.
1: Wow. And the that was the first Buried Alive 1996,
0: map, right? In Your House, nicknamed Buried Alive. So it was In Your House, Buried Alive.
1: Buried Alive. And the main event was the Buried yes. Alive map. That's the one where he popped his hand out mm-hmm. at the end, right? Oh. How about that? Yeah, doesn't that make you feel old listening if you remember that match
0: because <laughs> I was sixteen
1: that was like right i know, that was like right in the right before like the Monday night war really hit yeah. full speed, you know they they already hadn't started you know, but that's when that's right before w w e was really finding their groove back into the picture honestly mm-hmm. so Pre-American Badass, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, way yeah, it was, before it was American, American Badass. badass so at the club. This was yeah, uh, yeah. before Demon. This
0: was uh, right before he did his faction. Like This was right before the faction.
1: Also, this was before the cult, which was... Was it cult, demon, badass, or yes. badass, demon? Okay, so it's cult, and then the demon, because they led into the yeah. demon. right? Yeah. It was pretty close. And then into yeah, American after Badass.
0: After he, he left and came back. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So it's just one of those fun things that, you know, I mean, I mean, we've talked about gimmick matches and things like that a lot on this show. Sure. But one of the things that I've always wondered is like, you know, The Undertaker is the quintessential gimmick match wrestler. There aren't very many above him or at his level for gimmick matches. So my question to you, sir... Is if you could have a gimmick match with the undertaker.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, if,
0: like the undertaker, what match and who would be his opponent? Like if you were fancy booking. Okay.
1: Him. All right. So I'm not finding the undertaker. That changes my yes. thoughts a lot. Um, okay. So gimmick match. Involving the Undertaker, who's a gimmick who's like the ultimate gimmick. Yes, he is the
0: only gimmick that's truly
1: consistency for thirty-five years, right? You know, if not, yeah, more. Um. Okay, so the ones that he's known for are the ones that, of course, immediately come to mind. Buried alive, because that brought that up. This naturally coffin match No, it wasn't necessarily his idea mm-hmm. you know but it's most associated with him because undertaker right um you've got the variations there uh but he went beyond that i mean he's, he's in the most memorable hell of a cell ever cause he damn near killed Mick Bully, hell in the cell. and
0: well that's yeah, first ever hell a of a cell. First, first evers yeah
1: oh wow was he in the first Elimination Chamber, dude? might have been. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he was. He might have been. Yeah, so he, we, he, we forget he debuted back when Hogan was WWE Champion, you know? Like, so, yeah,
0: it's been a bit. Free Boa Hogan. I <sighs> um, have that song memorized. I don't gimmick know match.
1: I do. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if I'm booking The Undertaker, there's certain gimmick matches that just won't work. You know, uh, ladder match is not really the thing you want to see the, no. the Undertaker in because that's not, he, he could move in his youth. Like when he, when he first came on, he had ridiculous abilities for like, guys. Just down. like the Giant did. But, oh, yeah, the yeah, but not ladder <laughs> match style. You know, you want to see flippy spinny yeah. shit there, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't think I want to go as far as like taking it too far to the extreme and doing some some just ridiculous, you know, crazy like intergender thing. Like I see an Undertaker versus Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby, it's just not on my high on my to do list. Um, I would say, ooh, this is a tough one. Um. You have a thought in mind. I, I gotta get this out first. That's right. You put me on the spot here. That's why they call it the impossible game because it's hard to hard to get at. And I'm not gonna go as far as making up something crazy and bonkers because I don't have the creativity right now for that. You know, I want to say that dream opponent would be V1 Kane just because they were so good but when we saw Mm -hmm. all that um dream booking match for The Undertaker Uh, best gimmick match oh you are I I mean it feels like a cop out to even come at that but I would legitimately say a buried alive Mm -hmm. match Mm -hmm. I'll see him do a buried alive match Then take v1 of the undertaker versus lance archer right now in a buried alive man that would be fun i'm 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 going through time and i'm doing some like you know mind morphing stuff here but that i think would be i mean there's a lot that could go in there i'd love to see him and kenny omega go Mm -hmm, in right I'd to see him and Moose could do something incredible. I think that... I want to pair him with another big guy that's athletic, is my thought, you know? Because he spent a lot of time feuding with Mick Foley, or Mankind, or whatever his variant is. And uh, Shawn Michael, and Triple H, and... Steve Austin. So, I mean, I think that having somebody of his same stature could just lead to a bonkers-ass mm-hmm, mm-hmm. match. So, I'm going to go with Buried Alive, original Undertaker variant versus current um, Lance Archer. That's what I got. Okay. I'm going to stick to it. What, there, what, what's yours? There, there's no wrong answer. And I, you know, oh, I, could go
0: I think I it. got the right one, though. Yeah, please give me the right one. What is that? Undertaker versus Sting because we never got it. It's a good point. to And a casket match. Regular casket or flaming casket? Regular or casket
1: just a just okay, just a casket match. Not one of the crazy, yeah, not, crazy caskets. Not casket. a light okay. on
0: fire match. Nothing crazy like that. No, just <laughs> a good old fashioned casket match between Sting and Taker. We never got it. We got teased once Never happened. The two icons of, of their genre is right there. Who never cross paths. They're one of the few that really didn't.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That's. A, I didn't even I didn't even consider Sting I was trying to match up him with somebody of equal you know footing. So but that's. But the why. thing
0: is, too, some of the Undertaker's most memorable matches was against a guy who's considerably smaller than him and Shawn Michaels and. So oh, yeah. Sting is yeah. a little bit bigger like in his prime was a little bit bigger than Shawn and yeah just like oh just NWO Sting versus him, like the 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 crow face paint versus Taker and and a casket match. Mm, yeah. Yes, give me some of that.
1: I mean that 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 would that's what that's what the wrestling had wanted. That's what we always mm. had wanted. And w- when Sting signed with WWE, we all thought we were gonna get it, and once again, past his prime, much like WWE did with Flair and Hogan, right? We wanted that match. They could have given us to it, given it to us in '92. And they did it. And then we ended up seeing it like four or five years later, six years, whatever it is, however long later, on WCW, and it was it was okay. It still would have been the same thing, but they didn't give it to us. You know, Sting's match he had in WWE was against. 8, mm-hmm. which was fine it was crowd service but it was fine. you know another one i thought of too that i probably should have pulled out i'd like to see him in a monster's ball
0: yeah.
1: i legitimately is, i i have a strong everybody knows i have a strong affinity for original mm-hmm. tna right you know like the pre-hogan shortly after hogan first got there before they really changed too much shit and fucked it up right especially the pre-hogan tna Loved it. That uh, two years before Hogan came yeah. in, when they were hitting their strides, loved it. And of that, my favorite in there was Abyss. James Mitchell led Abyss, mm-hmm. Abyss versus Undertaker, and throws other people, whoever you want, in a monsters ball match.
0: That's pretty damn good. You know, be, be a fun one too, even though it's of the brainchild of Matt Hardy, would be. What's that? Would be a final deletion match of Undertaker versus the Faces of Foley, which would be perfect for an ultimate deletion.
1: That would be so good. <laughs> That'd be like the Boneyard Brawl match that we actually should have gotten yeah. instead of whatever it the was faces against of AJ Styles versus Undertaker in an ultimate
0: deletion. <laughs> like, come on.
1: Throws him in the lake and out comes dude. Dude, yes, love throws him back out. And cast, <laughs>
0: cactus Jack Cubs.
1: Oh my god, that would be fantastic. Well, that's good fun, and it's, it's very timely with Halloween coming up here. So give us a shout down below. Give us a tweet. What's your guys' fantasy books The Undertaker, any point of his career too. Like if you liked a certain at like generation Undertaker, want to see that character going to somebody. Let's hear it. Let's see what you guys got. Give us some fancy matches. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's call that a show here. We don't need to yeah. run long tonight. You know, there was not a ton of news it out was, there. So I mean,
0: the <laughs> biggest news that I saw that I thought was fairly funny was, of course, MJF just <laughs> bashing on Roman Reigns. Oh, just a yeah. bullet rating. So he literally just yeah. said, you know, oh, you guys lost, his, you lost the ratings to Ruby Soho, and Ruby sucks. Hey, Ruby.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, MJF. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I did see that. I definitely was not going to bring that up. Um. But hey, it. Whatever. Uh. He also just totally just oh. demolished the staff of uh of barstool.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's so damn <laughs> good.
1: Well, it's an interesting time because everybody in WWE is flying over because because to, today actually I think one uh, o'clock, our local yeah. time I don't know but sometime it time zones everybody's flying over to Saudi Arabia for their blood money mm-hmm. four show and W and AEW most a good chunk of the uh, roster plus a bunch of independents will Osprey. Danhausen, et cetera, are going on the Jericho cruise starting today. Yeah. So, not a lot to be had because everybody's kind of out there. You have just Impact, and they're all traveling out to Vegas to go get ready for that. So, eh, it's, a, it's a little doldrum here, but that's okay. We can use a little low point. We'll come back to you with a high point on Tuesday. So, Tuesday, we'll be back with AW Mega Hour. It'll be our last one. And then next Thursday, we'll have a regular Dynamite. Show to talk about, and uh, we'll we'll give you on Tuesday the results of Bound for Glory. Who gets this belt? Is the it, is it going to its current rightful owner, Megan, or will it move? Is Jamie going to even play ball here? He seemed to give his own personal picks, so maybe he's actually going to play ball and let Megan, you know, you know, stand on her own and not do. You can always do the finger poke of doom at a later point, but you know, at least try is all I. Have. Um, we shall see. So we'll go over the results of Bound for Glory, AEW on Tuesday, then back to our regular rhythm. So next week we'll have AEW in heavy. Which let's be honest, this podcast has become AEW heavy for lots of various mm-hmm. reasons. Our personal preference aside, that seems to be what everybody likes to hear Absolutely. the most. And and we do always ask for your guys' feedback. We are constantly looking to, you know, improve, tweak as, as we need to. You know, we don't want to sit here and give our time, do this, make it something that you guys don't want to hear about. So if you don't care about stuff, if you're like, hey, you guys, I like it when you guys talk about this, talk more about that. Just give us give us a shout on Twitter. Or give a comment down below. Any criticism is, 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 is welcome. Um, if it's trolly, I'll unleash the full Jamie on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, be forewarned. So, But anyway, let us know what you guys think. So that's what we got. We will see you next week.
0: Jamie, go ahead and take All us out All right, on. ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I got two words for you. Ruby sucks. You're off the podcast.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm looking for a new co-host, uh, senior applications to Total live at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys.